Welcome to the podcast Found in Estonia, where we talk with foreigners who have made Estonia their home. In each episode, it's going to be me, Tina, and Kaisa, my co-host, and we are going to talk with one foreigner who already lives in Estonia. This podcast aims to bring our listeners together, inspire more open-mindedness, and just to share interesting stories and observations that many foreigners with their fresh eyes can offer. Among the podcasts, we also plan to organize events and get-togethers in real life. And the best way to never miss any information about that is to go to our website, which is foundinestonia.ee and become part of our community. Today we're having a chat with Ada, who came to live in Tartu from Ukraine, because she truly fell in love with Estonia. And surprisingly enough, she actually came here to learn Spanish language and Spanish literature. She's so passionate about dancing, that when she saw how many girls there are just waiting for guys to ask him to dance floor, she decided, well, she can do something about it, and she actually learned how to dance on both sides to do the male part and female part. And now she's happy to give dancing tips for men and women. She's also really crazy about the Estonian pastry called Kohupimadasku. She loves how many things we can do online here. And she's also a bit jealous about the Estonians with their light hair color. She says that Estonians are so lucky because they don't have to bleach their hair when they want to color it into crazy colors. And... Well, she says it because her own hair is half blue and half red. And now, let's find out more about Ada and let the conversation unfold from here. Enjoy. And tell us a bit about yourself. What is your name? Where do you come from? Where do you live in Estonia? And what do you do here? That's like sounds like interviewing the standard question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just uh, so that people know what yeah. to expect, kind of. Okay. Uh, so my name is Ada. I uh, came from Ukraine to Estonia to Tartu uh, directly. Oh no, um, through Tallinn. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm studying here. I actually already finished. Um, Oh, that's boring information. <laughs> so uh, I'm on my master uh, studies and I study Spanish language and literature. And um, just for a note, that uh, that's why I know uh, Rafiki. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> because, him as well. <laughs> yes, because he was my teacher for, uh, during the first year. And yeah, we we're just like a student and teacher. And yeah, and uh, I'm studying here and right now writing my uh, dumb thesis. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, hope to finish it. Um, yeah. So how long how long have you been in Estonia? Already two years. I had anniversary on twenty first of August. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, yes, and before I visited Estonia in two thousand seventeen, uh, I came to see my friend, my best friend, in Tallinn, and then I liked this country so much that I returned. Uh, after one month <clears throat> again the same year oh, wow. uh, yes in June and I've been the whole summer uh, in Tallinn uh, mm -hmm. but I was, also I was traveling to all the Baltic countries as well and to Finland of course and yes and then in one year again I came here like for yeah, longer <laughs> in two years yeah 
Oh, that's so cool. So you fell in love with Estonia and then you decided to come back here. Yes, because mm-hmm. also not because of a pure love, <laughs> but uh, for practical reasons, because I found <laughs> yeah, a nice program here uh, in Tartu uh, University, not in Tallinn. Uh, so Spanish language and literature and I decided why not mm-hmm. uh, then uh, just in the middle of my uh, fourth um, course in, in Kiev uh, my bachelor I started working to earn money uh, and then I proceed with these uh, things mm-hmm. to moving to Estonia mm-hmm. has it ever been asked to you as well or has it ever been considered weird that you come to uh, Estonia to learn Spanish <laughs> Yes, this is, um, I think uh, after uh, asking my name, uh, this is the second question. Yeah. That always comes up. Yes, always. Uh, so um, I would say that um, Estonia is a country of possibilities. <laughs> this sounds like some advertisement. Sounds like an American dream. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, um, just Estonia gives um, to foreign students more opportunities to study. Uh, also about... Um, uh, not paying for the studies if you're like kind of good enough mm-hmm. uh, or if you're just patient enough <laughs> to proceed with all these documents and uh, first I found a suitable program, second um, I didn't need to pay for my studies mm, and third I had here already uh, kind of support um, of my uh, Ukrainian friends but they're in Tallinn so I was uh, thrown to Tartu <laughs> to live mm-hmm. my own life and um, get through the troubles on my own uh, but so apparently <laughs> that goes quite good okay so uh, comparing uh, Tartu and uh, Tallinn experiences already which do you prefer right now? I think I'm closer to Tartu people right now because I have bigger community here mm-hmm. uh, but for the, for the first time I came to Tallinn uh, I thought like oh, this is so small city it's so cute <laughs> after Kiev like I know Two, three millions of people. Oh That's like three times the size of Estonia. Yes, I was measuring with a ruler or something on the map, like putting Estonia to different parts of Ukraine, and I understood that Estonia is the size of our western um, part of Ukraine. Western part. Yes. Um, so, one of the most beautiful parts, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Tallinn, um, and then I moved to Tartu, and I'm like, this is so cozy and small city. Do you ever feel like it's a village? Uh, when I'm coming to Tallinn, I always uh, say that, oh, the villager people uh, person comes to you now. <laughs> I'm coming uh, by train usually. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm coming to you from village. <laughs> would, would you like some cabbages, carrots? <laughs> yeah. Would that be uh, like a thing that you would feel like when you were running around in Ukraine? <laughs> Uh, when I come to Ukraine, it's like, it's so big, oh my god, there is subway. <laughs> did, where did you grow up in Ukraine? In Kiev? In Kiev, yes, in, in the capital actually, so I got used to a big amount of people, you know, this hustle uh, every morning, like lots of people, like millions of people are going to work, like 8.30, oh and then come back <laughs> and this traffic jam. Oh, one thing, uh, that um, when I'm in um, car with Estonians, uh, they're like uh, sting, um, having this uh, traffic jam, like five minutes or something on the traffic light and they're like oh, again this uh, traffic jam and I'm like wait 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 uh, you've never been to Kiev you've never been to rush hour mm-hmm. like around five six when you're staying like two hours or something if you're going through center yeah. if you're going around somewhere you're going to be home like three hours in three hours or something like that so Estonians have absolutely no clue what an actual no traffic jam looks so like so I'm describing it every time with the all <laughs> 
uh, all my best <laughs> words and best vocabulary. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, Toronto feels like cozier after Tallinn, uh, though Tallinn is already a small city, but uh, Tartu is smaller, but it's more international. And it was m- more interesting for me to discover this city, which Secrets has this small city, mm-hmm. town, I would say. And yeah, I came up with a quite big community, dancing community, university community, some board gaming community. Mm-hmm. And now um, it's a city of um, when you go somewhere on the streets, uh, so you see a person and okay, I know this from, person from there. And then you see another person. I know mm-hmm. this person from that person from that person. And this is like the <laughs> chain. And everyone just knows you. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's... Uh, yeah. uh, have you ever considered that maybe it might be related to your somewhat unusual looks? And the reason why I'm saying unusual is because Anna is sitting in front of me and she has half a head, which is red, half a head, which is dark blue. It's kind of like, uh, what's what's that character from the Marvel? Harley Quinn? Yeah, you're kind of like Harley Quinn, but in living. So do you think that that might have something to do about people knowing you? Oh, maybe. Like I I just recently posted on Facebook that uh, now I renewed my hair. Uh, so about my hair that... Um, I've just been with the hair only one year, only, <laughs> uh, but already uh, many people just remembered me uh, me uh, by that. And also uh, during uh, dancing, some stuff uh, people also remember. I think uh, because like because of the hair. And uh, in Ukraine, I had a fun thing. I was just walking through the streets, and uh, one small uh, boy, I know, eight, nine years old, he was just yelling in an empty street. <laughs> Oh, Harley Queen, I'm your fan. I love you. Aww. I just sent the kids to him. <laughs> vanished. That is so, so for cute. the people who don't know, what what is Harley King? Or Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. What is it? Harley Quinn is a character from. Is it Marvel or DC? I'm I'm not entirely. I'm sure. always confused, so I won't say yes. so that people won't yes. me. Either Marvel or DC. It's a comic character. It's a it's a girl with uh, exactly that she, kind of hair. Uh, she's okay. a little bit of a badass and a little bit of a psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's a girl of uh, Joker, mm-hmm. and she has uh, actually she has blonde hair, but on the uh, tips she has like these different colors. But I just decided yeah. to go like hard. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes, I did it. And uh, yeah, probably people just uh, they, like say compliments about hair, and it's easier to like get into the memory of the person mm-hmm. by You're their hair. Memorable. Yeah, I've noticed the yeah. same kind of thing with my blue hair. So it's usually it's not that they know your name; they just know you that that girl uh-huh. with that with the weird hair, you know. And, and then they describe <laughs> yeah. you as oh that that girl with curled hair. And exactly, <laughs> and and you go with like okay, well at least you're memorable. That's about it. Yes, that's good. <laughs> do, you th- do you think that Estonian uh, people in general are uh, more, um, uh, how should I say, more enthusiastically uh, colorful in terms of hair? <laughs> Maybe yes, because they are mostly blonde haired, and I was investigating about that uh, lots of, uh, um, like a lot, uh, because I'm dyeing my hair like already five years or something. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I watched lots of videos on YouTube about that. <laughs> and about Estonians, they're so lucky. They have natural light hair, and they can dye the like quite in a crazy colors and from the first time not um, like dyeing it white first uh, Mm -hmm. and then uh, putting the colorful thing on it 
And uh, maybe that's why some people were um, perceiving me as a Estonian already. Um, because I asked um, uh, one person for a reason, like why, what, mm-hmm. and like he just looked like Estonian, like they have like colorful hair and <laughs> in general. And I was like, hmm, maybe some, this is some characteristic feature or something. I don't know. No so, idea. <laughs> what about how how would you describe Estonian people now that you've been now around here for two years? You probably mm-hmm. have a, quite a good image. <laughs> what a typical Estonian is. This is like maybe um, snail, but in a shell. <laughs> okay, that's, I have never heard that description before, but okay. <laughs> my, my favorite uh, word in Estonian is tigu. Oh, tigu. Uh, yeah. Snail. <laughs> that's why I like tigutorn. Oh, <laughs> oh, so uh, oh, um, oh, one of the first like normal phrases I ever said in Estonian was like... Mm, Something that Tigo on Iglane, Agapolite on Kire. So, okay. yeah, Estonians are, um, they're in their own shell, but if you get them out of it, this shell, they're quite nice and cool people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just um, needs some time and some effort from the side of the uh, person who wants to get to know the Estonians. And then just um, um, have a conversation and uh, somehow interest them, and then they will respond. And then it turns out to be that you have lots of things in common, and you didn't even expect them to to have this interest. Do like you think, do think uh, Ukrainians and Estonians are really different or or similar? Uh, in terms of communication, I think they are different. That Ukrainians, you can just like sit like, "Hey, bro," <laughs> and they start talking about some random stuff, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah," and uh, the communication goes like um, freely and and like this comes with the flow uh, but with Estonians I think uh, I need to make an effort uh, mm-hmm. to start the conversation because they seem like so close and they don't want to hear anyone and don't want to talk to anyone mm-hmm. and you just uh, like sitting and like I want to talk to you. What's your name? <laughs> and they're closer, closer on the bench. <laughs> you have to sneak up on us a little bit. Yes, Slowly, bit. but steadily, yes. we will open up. Also, also, there are exceptions, like for sure. Um, but uh, I think I'm a bit... Um, I was a bit... Uh, but, um, quite lucky to meet lots of people who are open, like as you guys, for example, <laughs> and uh, uh, they're ready to talk about like things straight away and they're um, like um, having co- communication with you without any visible efforts. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're like yes. open-minded, you mean? Yes. And uh, Ukrainians there, I think, uh, of course, there are exceptions as well, but mm-hmm. uh, most of us are, you know, very open to new things to uh, discover and to explore. And it's um, very nice. And when I arrived here, I was uh, full of this uh, uh, energy to, to pass it to Estonians. So mm-hmm. maybe uh, that's why when I was... Um, like started uh, knowing people uh, they were like oh you're so optimistic and so energized and they were like opening in, in the area of this uh, energy or maybe some other things were <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, usually it, it's been my um, experience that people who are open-minded and you know enthusiastic themselves will find a similar kind of people you know it's like attracts like so I mm-hmm. presume as well in that sense like a lot of people want to be around good energy mm-hmm. and if you provide it to them and you smile to them then uh, even the coldest uh, Estonians will warm up to you plus you're a nice person to be around too so <laughs> I, I am I'm like absolutely not surprised that the people like actually want to talk to you besides the cool looking hair and appearances you know (laughs) thank you 
All right, but um, little Lara in uh, in Ukraine, did she know that she wants to uh, start learning Spanish uh, culture and background, or where did that uh, whole um, like uh, enthusiasm towards uh, Spain come from? Uh, some spoiler that came uh, from uh, the hate of French language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's another language involved. <laughs> yeah, involved. Yeah, really. Uh, so um, to begin with, uh, I've been learning French for seven years at school. So we had this um, uh, very a uh, specific kind of school where we learned French and English uh, from the first grade or something. Mm-hmm. And so we're learning and I wanted to know uh, when uh, was starting thinking about learning Spanish whether um, whether I hate the teacher of, Sp- mm-hmm. <laughs> of French language or the language itself doesn't attract me that much. And then I didn't dare to try it in Ukraine and I just like, okay, I will go straight away to Spanish uh, faculty because uh, my parents uh, uh, also uh, speak Spanish or at least they spoke like mm-hmm. 20 years ago or oh, something. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, but they didn't practice for a long time so I studied it on my own but still it was uh, much more easier um, for me to to learn uh, Spanish after French because it, it has some similarities and then I had to get rid of my nozzles sound, <laughs> yeah. and get uh, and uh, get rid of this mm-hmm. yeah. sound as well and get some Spanish um, like nicer and softer sound uh, so yeah for first year uh, I studied like Spanish um, and no English. So after this one year of having no English at all in the university, I was like, um, okay, how to speak English? <laughs> then we started the course of English and then it, it was like in my mind, it was interrupting each other and I tried to um, conjugate uh, English words as if it was Spanish and it was such a mess. <laughs> and then uh, it became more like a not practical thing in the university, but you know, some theoretical knowledge about phonetics and it was so boring oh my god I was dying <laughs> then I found some people to practice Spanish <laughs> and then I was thinking hmm maybe I can apply to Tartu University because I saw they have like exactly the same program uh, so I applied and now I'm here and I like Spanish because it's easier like only three rules in, in reading and you're pro <laughs> at least in reading and then uh, like no weird pronunciation except like maybe two sounds or something and uh, not like French you're seeing this uh, 10 um, letters word yeah. and you're creating only one sound and like that <laughs> excuse me what yeah I totally understand in yes. terms of like uh, French and Spanish they're like so different and Spanish in that sense is much easier uh, what you see is what you get like it's the same thing <laughs> that with Estonian kind of yeah kind of <laughs> so how many languages do you speak uh, so my two mother tongues, Russian and Ukrainian, uh, then English, uh, consider myself <laughs> to speak uh, okay Spanish. Mm-hmm. And also I'm learning quite intensively Estonian, so mm-hmm. I can have conversation not about the philosophical topics, but yeah, I understand what people are saying because uh, yeah, I have quite nice environment that everyone's speaking mm-hmm. Estonian and I understand, but it takes some time for yeah. me to, uh, you know, to proceed, process it mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, speak out something <laughs> myself. And, and Estonian is totally different from Spanish and from Ukrainian and Russian, right? Uh, it's different, but I see some similarities with uh, mm-hmm. Russian and Estonian because like in the past, uh, all these history influences. And I see some connections and it helps actually. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps me more than to those people who came from the countries where they don't know Russian and they can't have these like connections and um, about the same um, conjugation and declining and everything on this linguistic stuff. 
so yes, uh, and uh, about that thing that um, uh, I, in the university I took a French course again. <laughs> here so I, in Estonia? Here in Estonia, yes. <laughs> I had the previous uh, year I had two semesters and I decided to, again like, to check whether like the language uh, languages forces or teachers. Unfortunately, that was um, like this time I had teacher like so like perfect teacher so nice and she was like so helpful and supportive and I understood like okay this is not teacher's fault this is about language because <laughs> language doesn't attract me so my love just belongs to Spain and Spanish language <laughs> not to Estonian as well because I really like the language mm-hmm. and everyone asks me like why are you learning Estonian like you're here for only two years or something and like I came to the country I respected. Mm-hmm. I respect the um, national language and its culture and it makes me closer to people actually understand their personalities or maybe um, uh, behavior and everything connected to that. And it's really interesting when you're just walking somewhere and you understand what people are talking about in between and yeah. then they don't know that you know Estonian like huh <laughs> spying on people <laughs> no but I think that's like super interesting I have the same kind of experiences like when I'm in countries where they speak like uh, German or mm-hmm. you know people who are not or, or even like in Ireland like when people came in and started speaking German and they were thinking like oh we're in this country where nobody speaks German and then you're like, like <laughs> They're like sitting behind the like service desk and like, and then at some point you like scare them with the fact that you say something in like German or even like in Russian or something. And they're like so surprised, like, oh my God, what's happened? I think the weirdest thing was when an Estonian uh, group of girls came into this toy shop I was working in Ireland. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, how? And yeah, it's very unexpected because, you know, in Galway, you don't see that many Estonians. And they were in some dance girls and some dance group or something like that. And then they're like, a bunch of girls shows up. You see one Estonian? That's already a big deal. But if you see a group of Estonians, it's like even mm. more miraculous. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of nice if you can understand the context because it gives you a lot more insight into what kind of people are surrounding you, right? Yeah. And it doesn't feel like you're surrounded by magical fairies speaking in their own fairy tongue, which you're like completely isolated from. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the same refers to Spanish people that are coming to Estonia to Tartu because they're thinking, oh, this is a so small town yeah. in Estonia mm-hmm. somewhere in the north, and no one will speak Spanish. And they're like, <laughs> really communicating in Spanish, and then I'm coming like, hola, <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> from the corner, yeah. and they're like, you know Spanish. You wish you wouldn't have said that because then they start speaking to you in their like Spanish and you're like, okay, 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 a uh, little bit slower, please. <laughs> but how is it easier for you to start uh, talking t- with Spanish people to get along with them or with Estonians? Mm, maybe in this sense Spanish people because they're themselves they're already so shiny so open Mm -hmm. and this is in their nature every Spanish person I meet uh, they're so mm, radiant and they're just uh, giving the best to this world Mm -hmm. Uh, but also mm, Estonians like I meet lots of interesting people among Estonians so uh, this is like quite of balance if uh, to go into the contact this is Spanish people Uh, but about um, some interest and something they both are like on an equal level on the same level yeah i feel is uh, i feel that spanish people are a lot more approachable like 
when I went to this uh, trip to Spain recently, one thing that I noticed about uh, Spanish people was that they're so chillax and so not prejudiced that it was like so super easy. Everybody was walking around the way how they are and you didn't feel like this pressure of like everybody's holding like a mask in front of them, even though everybody was walking around in masks because of <laughs> Corona. But like you have the concept that there's no facade, whereas I think in Estonia, a lot of people are holding in their own like uh, very true nature and they're only showing it to special people, you know, mm -hmm. the ones that they were already warmed up with. But first you have to like kind of get through the foyer of that person, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get past that and the, and the angry receptionist, then you're fine. You get your room key, go, let's have a party. And how But is it in with Ukrainian people? Is it similar <laughs> or are they more like Spanish people, like radiant or they're more Estonians that you need some... Uh, <laughs> Maybe there's a, a mix of mm -hmm. it if uh, if you're really um, uh, like uh, interesting for for some people, then they're open to you and they uh, speak to you and um, communicate, and that's fine. Uh, but if you're like there, like a stranger in the company, and you're sitting somewhere in the corner, and people try to get to know you, but you're like, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it depends on people, but I think this is kind of mix. So where um, the majority is more extrovert, but there are some people who are like more introvertish, and you have to like um, put some effort. But the majority are more extroverts, really. Uh, I could feel that <laughs> in the university and uh, uh, somewhere uh, outside when I was uh, getting to know people. So yeah, that was like that. Uh, what have been like the, um, I guess, the main general things that you notice between Ukrainian society and Estonian society? Like if you come to Estonia, what are the things to expect over here? Or what were surprising things for you when you came? One thing that is really hurting like in my heart right now, <laughs> I was just share it. <laughs> Because I'm trying to share this with every Estonian so that um, they okay. see it from my side. So mm -hmm. it might be interesting. Uh, like some trailer, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, when uh, you're a new person and you're coming into a new company with a friend, for example, and... Um, Sometimes uh, these friends can introduce you. So, hello, this is Ada, mm -hmm. and it's my friend, and these are like uh, this person, this is this, this, and just uh, uh, name the names. Uh, but sometimes it happens that uh, you're coming and no one introduces you, and you're feeling like a bit <laughs> shy that, oh, yeah. oh, should I do that myself? And others in the company who, uh, others who don't know you actually, but they, maybe they saw you, but they don't know your name, and actually it would be nice to have some. <laughs> Some handshake or something and they're like they're uh, like smile on you and they're like uh, saying something politely to you but they will never ask first like <laughs> oh by the way what's her name <laughs> yeah that's very true it has happened even to me a lot of times and you go you feel like a stranger yes yeah. and then I was what should I do should I introduce myself should I not <laughs> and then uh, it became like uh, much better uh, recently <laughs> because I was telling that to my friends to everyone and they're like oh okay so go into the new, the new bunch of people and like, oh, this is how to like <laughs> get to know her. Yeah, and that's uh, now better. But uh, this is for uh, the more um, people to know. Yeah, that's for uh, people, Estonian people who have uh, foreign friends. Please introduce them. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Don't assume that the name is written somewhere. <laughs> it's not a service. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other advice on 
what for to expect. Estonia. Yeah, what to expect for other Estonians <laughs> or for foreigners uh, moving to Estonia. Um, maybe be prepared that uh, it's raining here <laughs> a lot. <laughs> no, it's not enough. Have you ever been to Ireland? <laughs> uh, not in Ireland, but in uh, to Helsinki. So <laughs> that is really hell there, <laughs> especially in the winter time. It's like yeah, uh, but um, sometimes just a nice day can be spoiled with rain, <laughs> and that happened. And so, for example, one week of really sunshine, plus twenty-eight, and then the next sweet raining plus 14 mm-hmm. so but you really can plan on it <laughs> according to the forecast so you know that after um, some really high temperature then it comes this slow and very rainy so you're not but, a big yeah. fan of uh, Estonia's four seasons uh, not a big fan and that was almost the first thing I uh, said when I first uh, stepped on Estonian land like guys I don't like your climate <laughs> <laughs> what's the climate like in Ukraine yeah uh, it's sunnier and um, unfortunately uh, winters became less uh, severe and it's like like minus five plus five and it's like this uh, mad uh, uh, on the ground and it's not that snowy as I would so like it's it a bit to sluggy be. <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly uh, but uh, the summer is really hot uh, and uh, friends are suffering it's like plus 32 and I'm sending pictures of rain and dull weather and they're like stop doing that please start stop torturing us yeah um like i like hot weather but if it's in moderation mm, so maybe mm, i got used to estonian weather and i already like it so if uh, i'm going without jacket outside it's perfect already mm, yeah i guess uh, they also say you know that uh, the fact that whether rain is good or bad it's all in your head <laughs> So like the, the the fact how you like uh, approach it, whether you are happy about it or whether you're sad about it, comes from within. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's like an Estonian thing. You need to have a little bit of rain so that Estonians can have introspection time. <laughs> how are you an introspection? Do you feel like Estonians are a little bit more isolated and less connected as a society than maybe Ukrainians are? Oh, this uh, uh, famous joke about uh, like uh, have the distance of uh, two meters and Estonians like oh my god we're going yeah. suffer because before it was five meters <laughs> okay is it true <laughs> no it's good no the corona special the well, special situation situation is over so now we can go back to our five meters yeah exactly uh, but since I'm dancer so it's uh, quite hard to have this mm-hmm. distance of five meters while dancing some uh, sensual dances for example yeah uh, but um, in Ukraine since there are lots of people so it's uh, still uh, quite uh, difficult to uh, to keep distance but so people are even before this special situation they were like mm, okay with uh, you know uh, staying um, shoulder by shoulder because it's <laughs> a rush hour and you have to mm-hmm. uh, just like uh, facing uh, the um, uh, in in the subway uh, in in this uh, train uh, just being like uh, stuck there in, in between two people mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like normal situation so just right now people are reacting that more um, sharply probably no but what i mean uh, as well is like uh, whether in ukraine it's um 
do people seek out to be uh, more like isolated and have more alone time or are they more people who are very let's say family oriented or or very like uh, chatty and very like want to be close-knit you know like people who go out and get together a lot of times and communicate with each other a lot because i don't know anything about ukraine other than you so you can enlighten us <laughs> so for sure we have um um this uh, priority of the family so we have uh, this point like done mm-hmm. um, Uh, like family oriented but also uh, people are extremely friendly and they're going out a lot uh, like uh, different occasions concerts like rock concerts a lot this is quite a nice community as well mm, uh, some uh, dancing as well uh, just going to friends and getting to know new people there and it's like again the chain like I know your friend uh, through your friends and that's how, this how we're getting to know each other uh, so I would say that we're not um, like isolated type of people mm-hmm. of a person but we're uh, more like a group and we're like a community in a, in, a, in a group we are stronger mm-hmm. uh, so we're more like about, about communication and uh, going out with uh, friends and chilling and having fun so yeah so uh, in comparison to that how is your life in Estonia? <laughs> <laughs> I think I found my golden middle okay. <laughs> of this and uh, when I want to be alone I'm, I, I can be but if I want to, to go to the society and uh, get some communication I can get it without any problem so I'm just uh, writing to my friends like what about hangout <laughs> and they're like yeah we're up to and just go in there yeah so this is perfect balance when you're not overwhelmed with the communication uh, mm-hmm. you have some time to recharge yourself and you're not like totally alone that you're like you know the shadow on the streets mm-hmm. do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert more of an extrovert i think but uh, mm, uh, recently i watched the video on youtube again <laughs> which video <laughs> a video about um people how, uh, who are in between extrovert and mm-hmm. introvert mm-hmm. uh, they were called something like um, ambiverts ambi- yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is me I think uh, sometimes I, um, I get tired of uh, the, the society of people and I want just to sit in the corner and drink my beer mm-hmm. or something and uh, um, relax uh, but sometimes um, I feel like oh that's so boring already I want to go to people again and I'm like again with, the, with new efforts with new strength like some yeah. people what's up <laughs> yeah that's very true as well that uh, we ambiverts tend to go from one side to another one but you know you always have this introvert side in you where you're like okay I need to go and crawl up in a corner and do my thing and then ta-da here we go yeah. so dancing probably has given you like uh, quite a good way of uh, expressing yourself so can you tell us a little bit more about where you dance what you dance uh, how did you find out about dance did you start dancing in Estonia or back in yeah, Ukraine good question <laughs> so uh, it's a good question because I can answer yes and no. So <laughs> uh, this particular dances, I started dancing uh, this uh, Latin dances, bachata, salsa, and kizomba. I started dancing here in Tartu. Oh, okay. uh, but previously I have been dancing for around maybe four years or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been dancing con- contemporary. Oh. This is more about mm-hmm. this uh, um, jumping mm-hmm. and flexibility and all these uh, things. Uh, but uh, then uh, I realized that I'm more, um, I want something more energetic. And then I came uh, to Tartu and I didn't dance um, maybe two months. And then I realized I want some sport because I was <laughs> getting fatter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I decided I need some sports and what I'm doing the best dancing mm-hmm. uh, so then I uh, came to the studio and there was this um, 
uh, intro class and I liked it so much and then just the next month in November I started courses, uh, bachata, salsa, example, I took everything. I was so <laughs> occupied and I liked it so much and um, yeah, really inspired me and now like almost two years uh, I've been dancing uh, those uh, this, this type of uh, Latin dances and I'm very satisfied with that and now I even not following uh, my partner also I can lead uh, mm -hmm. so I'm dancing I'm like as a leader and as a follower yeah so to those that don't understand sometimes uh, Ada dances with girls too which is super <laughs> interesting when it's the first time when you see it. <laughs> how do um, very uh, specific Estonians take that <laughs> by the way uh, everyone who knows that I'm dancing like that and even if they don't know but I'm just like gladly as a gentleman <laughs> I'm asking them would you like to dance and they're like uh, looking very suspiciously <laughs> and <laughs> even one Riga girl asked me are you going to dance this like these sensual dances with me or you're going to dance normally and I'm like let's see just give me a chance and then we started uh, uh, dancing and she was like impressed and I'm like yes I did it but yeah. wh why do you do it like is there not enough men or you don't like Estonian men or so I started doing that because um, I felt so sorry about girls that they, um, most of the girls they are standing just near the wall and they are yeah, waiting. Wall flowers. Oh. Yes, yes, and they are waiting for a gentleman to invite them. And gentleman like <gasps> another girl, another girl, and they're like getting tired of dancing. Yeah. And they need some rest as well. And I understand that because they're like already sweating like a <laughs> Niagara <laughs> waterfall, and they like just. <laughs> take a break. Yeah, take I a take break. over. The yes. women take over. <laughs> and I like give five, high five. <laughs> I take that. And I was feeling like maybe if I will um, come into this men's society of leaders, I will just uh, first ruin some stereotypes that uh, like only uh, men leaders exist. Mm -hmm. And second, that uh, I can help that girls to make their evening like brighter and entertain themselves and learn myself how to um, make hints so that she turns like left not right and, and mm -hmm. going into the window <laughs> and um, yes that was my first motivation and then uh, one good friend of mine said like mm, you have quite pretty good skills in leading just try it give it a try then I was hesitating for one month and then like okay now I, I will do that and then I started participating in lessons like beginners first as a leader and then uh, people in the studio get to know that um Mm, got to know that I'm dancing as a leader and they're like oh, okay I would like to dance with you and some people even ask me to dance like with oh, them as a leader nice. some ladies mm -hmm. because they know that I'm dancing and they like it uh, and that makes me feel so <laughs> Uh, so nice and so uh, warms my heart <laughs> that I'm doing something right. <laughs> Does it take a special kind of like dance school as well to get that chance? Because I would presume like, uh, since, uh, yeah, uh, disclosure, full disclosure, me and Ada, we know each other uh, through dance classes. <laughs> That's how we met. And I've danced with Ada. She's super good. Um, but, you know, besides the fact, I'm just thinking like in the beginner's classes, like you have a mix of people, you know, you have men and women. And then, you know, when you go there, you kind of expect, okay, this is a partner dance. How did like uh, the women take you dancing, uh, you know, in that beginner's class? Did you scare them away or were they surprised or were they like, okay, yeah, okay, there's a woman, fine, I'll dance with her. Mm -hmm. uh, this was rather like, okay, sure, <laughs> I'll give you a chance. Or if they, if they were uh, not satisfied, uh, they didn't like show me that, ah, okay. uh, but after when 
like I tried and I mm-hmm. succeeded and I was like okay that's good <laughs> yeah because our dance is sometimes even better than some of the male followers or leaders that I've danced with so kudos mm-hmm. to that whenever you uh, want to have a good time down the dance floor you should pick up Ada <laughs> so impress them and now they want to dance with you rather than with the Estonian guys are the guys jealous <laughs> um they're um I noticed that when I'm dancing, some guys are just uh, while staying there and waiting or resting, uh, they just uh, observe me and just uh, look at me and then I just pass by and they're like, stop, stop, stop. I saw some movement, even I didn't know that movement. (laughs) (laughs) That was like several times and even with some experienced uh, guys and this was very uh, like pleasurable to some my you know self-confidence mm-hmm. uh, but uh, if if they want to know like more uh, guys want to know more I can like share my experience as well and uh, show some moments uh, how I do them and there is like no problem every time I'm like saying if you want me like to lead you or to to show you something there is a possibility I know how to do that and uh, lots of people ask me like why you started um Apart from that thing to entertain like those lonely girls that are staying near, near the wall, uh, that was because I would like to understand the dance from the both sides. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the point where I started um, uh, having more respect, even more respect to the leaders because I understand this is hard job because uh, girls are relaxed, like dancing, dancing, just like listening to their partner. And we leaders, we have yeah. to really um, <laughs> make our, all, all our movements um clearly and interesting for the girl like really be um, professionals in in that sense Uh, so we're thinking a lot and this is like a brain explosive yeah that's one of the things that they tell as well to the guys that you know learn a few combinations and then come up with different variations of them so their brains are constantly going on whereas as a woman part of the job is like uh, understanding how the leader leads you or where they want you to go (laughs) and the other part is just relaxing and let go and just follow the lead mm-hmm. which sometimes is even harder <laughs> I would say so I wouldn't say that I scare people <laughs> when they're taking mm-hmm. the girls and start dancing uh, but so of course uh, I, I keep some you know um, distance because uh, I understand that um, uh, not every girl wants to you know dance sensual or something but yeah. I perceive it like as uh, uh, like professionally uh, there are no genders in that if I'm leader I'm leader that uh, doesn't mean that I'm I don't know want to approach to the girl or something yeah. uh, which was uh, unfortunately in, in Ukraine when I came there for uh, holidays in winter time and I went straight away dancing and I wanted to try my leading skills and I invited a couple of girls and they were looking at me suspiciously and mm-hmm. you know uh, perceiving as if I was I don't know inviting them to the private room or something mm-hmm. and not dancing and then I understood that um, I'm really uh, perceiving dancing um from the professional like sides uh, mm-hmm. and I want to, to learn and improve my skills and not like I know uh, to get that person so yeah. I was a bit offended but then I understood people because yeah maybe their uh, mentality maybe uh, those were just beginners or something or they don't want to dance with the girls I know what's the reason uh, but yeah I understood and accepted <laughs> okay. what about uh, so you learned uh, dancing in Estonia mm-hmm. do you have any other uh, things that you started doing here that you didn't do back in Ukraine? 
Hmm. I think I started uh, board gaming. Oh, which <laughs> yes. games? Oh, I have the whole list. I have okay. over 25 games I played mm-hmm. already. What I kind know, of games? they're kind of crazy, those board gamers. Yeah, board games. <laughs> what, so what kind of games? Like, are they like strate- strategy? Are they like some fast paced something? Or All of them. So okay. uh, uh, there are like different games and uh, different uh, time of these games. Uh, sometimes they're um, for the long term, so like two hours or three hours. Mm-hmm. This is more about strategy, uh, and there are like speed games. For example, uh, um, this um, Ligretto mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're playing. Like you have to be really fast. Um, I like that game, and uh, there are different evenings of this board gaming, and um, some cafeterias and uh, some private events also. Uh, so I got into it and I liked it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why I have this list just to keep in mind which games I already tried and maybe which ones I would like to buy. So with who do you usually play? Do you have like certain people that you get together, or you find new people, or how does that go? Oh, were you just invited to a cafeteria to play board games? Did you notice that? Um, here? First, I started playing with one particular person, but then um, the person introduced me to the uh, world of <laughs> board games, and then um, uh, traces uh, some certain company of people, a bunch of people, but also um, there are some others like newcomers, and uh, so like wider and wider. And sometimes uh, with this uh, company, we're going to the um, cafeterias to play uh, to play board games, and it's really fancy and entertaining and very developing because you have to think all the time. And you meet there are new people who are also interested in that, and you get to know them. And apart from the board gaming, you discover that oh my god, you're listening to the same uh, metal band as I. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is quite good. And uh, again. A new society like dancing society first then board game uh, next then uh, some like just local friends start society so you're just getting involved in all these societies and that's why you're getting to know one person through another one but this board gaming thing is that uh, kind of uh, something that is popular in ukraine as well or is it something that you discovered over here in terms of like uh, it being popular <laughs> amongst the Estonians? i think it is popular in ukraine but i didn't pay attention okay. also i didn't know that we dance bachata salsa and kizomba in ukraine Ukraine. And yeah. like, now you know. <laughs> yes, and I'm just coming to Kiev. Like, no, to look it up. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I like found at least six places at once mm-hmm. where they dance. This is the thing because I didn't pay attention. Exactly. I wasn't interested yeah. in that. I didn't know about that. And then uh, I'm just returning every time to Ukraine, and I'm like, I have to check that mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it exists. And then like, oh my god, it exists. <laughs> so I just discovered it in Estonia probably because um, the community is smaller and the uh, town is smaller, so you get to know like the yeah. things. Um, um, almost at once and yeah so in that sense it's easier to discover new hobbies in Estonia because everything is so close <laughs> and there's not much going on <laughs> or there's a, actually the vice versa there's a lot going on and you have and when you meet new people everybody's got interesting hobbies like different things that they do Maybe more about people that they share, uh, which hobbies they have, and you're like mm, so excited and you're uh, yelling like, yes, me too, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, maybe um, more open to board games, Estonians mm-hmm. are. Uh, Why do you sure. think that is? <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I have a theory. I'm because curious about you. Do yours. not kind of <laughs> communicate during work. 
Because of what? Sorry? You do not communicate that much uh, during so, board games. So, so you don't have to talk to people actually. Okay. So then you have a reason to talk to others or? No, no, no. It's more about vice versa. <laughs> yeah, it's vice versa. It's like in a board game, you just, you know, you either have your cards or you yeah. make your moves. You don't have to like actually talk that much with other people, to but you're still connected, yeah. you know, but you're still connected with others. So it's uh, like the perfect kind of like uh, thing to do in, <laughs> amongst friends because <laughs> you can be an introvert and still have fun <laughs> of course i'm joking like a lot about that but but yes some tr- there is some truth in that but i'm just joking a lot about all these things just to maybe um make feel people more relaxed about yeah. it it's normal that <laughs> introverts exist and mm-hmm. it's okay and the main thing that you like talk to me don't, don't you know uh come into your shell so <laughs> everything is okay like no problems with that do you have any other things that you would like to do in Estonia or things that you've heard of and haven't done? Um, I think I also like hitchhiking. <laughs> you want to try hitchhiking, okay. <laughs> like Why? going to the, this um, um, walking trails in the mm-hmm. walks and woods. And okay, I... so just hiking, not hitchhiking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hitchhiking is when you're like, you know, uh, next to yeah, the highway. So, and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so hiking, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It just makes more sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Though so you can hitchhike in Estonia as well. In box and trails? I don't know if you hitchhike or ending up in a forest once, is a good thing. Only once I hitchhiked, that was in Riga, uh, actually from Ventspils uh, to Riga. Huh? Yeah, I was um, like the um, car with the Lithuanians or Latvians, I don't remember. Same <laughs> <laughs> difference. Yeah. They picked up me and my friend uh, within 11 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was like where we were staying with this um, <laughs> sign. Uh, sign, yes, like Riga. <laughs> and they're like, oh, guys, uh, like talking to us in Russian and like, guys, we're going to Riga, so jumping. <laughs> and that was so nice, very nice people. So, like, uh, applauses to those people who <laughs> take hitchhikers. Yeah. But anyway, about hiking, uh, that I liked really nat- um, uh, Estonian nature. It is so green, and all these books are, even if those books are maybe um, some for someone there those are not that good maybe disgusting <laughs> but for me it's beautiful uh, because it's part of the nature and when you have a chance to go through those and not die there <laughs> it's good <laughs> there are these trails okay. yes and i would like to attend more just mm-hmm. of uh, those trails and i'm on my way of doing that because um Anyway, uh, there are not that much people there, so you can go there with your friends and mm-hmm. just, yeah, uh, observe. And yeah, this is one thing that I started doing in Estonia as well, because the country comparatively small and you have really a chance to, like, within one hour be already on a place. Uh, meanwhile, in, in Ukraine, you have really to get out of the city, of mm-hmm. the suburbans, of everything, and then get to the nature. Uh, though it's very beautiful as well, I was showing my friends Kapetin like, Mountains because one of my friends was traveling there. And I showed them and they're like, wow, what is that? And I'm like, this is our Kapetin Mountain. <laughs> and the nature is so beautiful there as well. <laughs> Missing that. Do you miss uh, mountains in Estonia? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this uh, 300 meters. <laughs> the, the one mountain we have. Have you been there? To see our highest mm, hill? I don't think so. Like uh, This is in my achievement list still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you mean your bucket list uh, to do in Estonia? Yes. Mm. Have you been to the islands? Oh, yes, I've been to the islands uh, uh, Hima recently in uh, mm-hmm. uh, June. 
mm-hmm. one week and Sarama um, already like three years ago when I first visited it we went there for a night and we were camping there uh, but what about this year um, we went with a friend uh, there for a week so we had a car so we discovered plenty of things mm-hmm. there and I was quite impressed about this fake Eiffel Tower I've been there <laughs> no I haven't okay there's a spoiler <laughs> so one place to visit for sure yeah this was very interesting and also uh, the beach with uh, singing um, this um, Sing, sing, uh, sand. 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 Yes. sand. Sand. Wow, that's the first I heard. Where is no, that? Uh, this is uh, one of the beaches uh, that mm-hmm. you like make some particular move with your leg, mm-hmm. and it it produces some sound that like maybe it's not sinking in that <laughs> yeah. make... But it's a good marketing text. So where yes. do we need to go? Hima. Uh, yeah, Hima. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Did you look for like uh, rocks with holes in them? There. Oh yes, I, yeah. I saw several. Yes, and I was thinking like, how, how did it happen? Actually, <laughs> and I, I was thinking maybe I, I will take uh, some for like necklaces or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty cool. And also um, we saw lots of these um, mayocas yeah. there and lighthouses. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the monster. No, no, I'm thinking okay. in Estonian. That's and, good. That's mm-hmm. good. Like mm-hmm. you're uh, teaching our listeners. Yeah. New Estonian words, and we're just making sure that they get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the most northern uh, point of Hima and uh, the most western point, and uh, also museums. Also, was very interesting about this because it, um, it seems like there are some separate uh, society, not Estonians, because they're mm-hmm. like far away from land, <laughs> so to say, and they have their own traditions, their own lives, and it's pretty interesting. And we got mm-hmm. to know more about that and of course nature it's like everything about forests and uh, um, sea and we were lucky to have uh, a warm sea <laughs> because uh, first day we arrived that was cold like plus 16 maybe or something i went to swim anyway yeah. <laughs> my friends were yeah. real crazy mermaid oh, plus 16 anybody can do that i went to the ocean with like i don't know 14 degrees or something in ireland just because i did it but they were looking at me weird too mm-hmm. with my bikini like everybody was in calypsos and you know like in warm suits and you're like Oh, I, love, cold here. <laughs> I love swimming with every weather. It doesn't matter. Winter, uh, summer, spring, whatever. <laughs> so cool. I'm totally with <laughs> But with then that. it became warmer and everyone came into it and like, ah, this is so good in the water. Yeah. And we were spending like hours in that water because it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. liked it very much. I think Yuma has also evolved quite a lot in the last few years. They've tried to like bring something uh, that would bring tourists over there. And I know they just opened some centers in there as well. And they have all these places where to go to like the mm-hmm. back in the day when I went there which was probably like 10-15 years ago wow. well I, I did go later on as well <laughs> but I mean like uh, in Estonia you get to do this like a uh, thing called excursion or like a tour uh, of a place uh, in the end of school year like once in a year you get to go <laughs> some special place so you know during that time I think the one of the biggest things we went to see was the lighthouse and mm-hmm. and I think uh, there's the place with the crosses like the, um, the special crosses in Hilma Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's about it, you know. And we didn't really get to see much else, like because there wasn't anything that special going on in there. But I know I've heard in the recent years that there's a lot more like fun stuff happening there. The Paradise uh, Beach, I think, is there where people go kite surfing. And yeah, yeah. So there's a lot to do already in the islands, and because of the background, the historical background as well, it's more like the Viking island, you know, the Swedes and everything else. They have a different cultural background. Yep. Yep. 
I think Saremo has also a like, strong Viking yeah, background. Definitely, is, definitely. Yeah. Any of the islands in here, but yeah, Hiuma I think was closer to it at some point. I'm not I'm not hundred percent. I'm sure. not swearing here, on this. Yeah. And here comes the fight in between the islands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well yeah. Uh, it really depends. Yes. <laughs> the battle of the uh, the letters. <laughs> Does Ukraine actually have islands? Oh, I don't think so. That we we have to talk about that. This is some not a really good topic. No, <laughs> Why do you fight about your islands? <laughs> no, do you have seaside actually? Uh, yes, uh, uh, because yeah, we have Crimea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh, that was what I was concerned about. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> Access to the yeah. Black Sea and Death of Sea. Uh, yes, we have that. Mm. Still, well, uh, we have places uh, where to go to, <laughs> to have holidays. Also. How did your um, okay? Do you have any siblings as well? Yes, I have my older brother. Okay, yeah, he's and, and how does your uh, brother and and your parents? Uh, how did they take the news about you coming to Estonia? Have they ever even been here? Uh, no, they haven't, and I've invited them for quite a long time already, but currently it's not that possible to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think a brother will come quicker than parents, <laughs> yeah. because it takes some time to prepare. Uh, yes, um, but uh, when I... Uh, told them that I would like to come here because uh, first my best friend is here so no reasons to worry so she will help me and the second that uh, that was my choice so they supported me and that was very great and I was doing everything on my own tried to do tried to be adult (laughs) and not like um, overwhelm them with that so everything that I was preparing documents and uh, visas and everything this stuff was doing myself Mm, and I was just informed them how it's going on and that I enrolled woohoo and they like okay congratulations of course they were sad and um, grannies and everyone was like oh we'll miss you so much <laughs> but then I had an opportunity to come home two times per year uh, so winter holidays and summertime uh, but currently yeah <laughs> I haven't been to home during summertime so the last time I was there was February and they're missing me as well uh, but it's like that's okay that's normal they understand that I'm happy here that I'm doing what I want that I strive mm-hmm. for something and I have my goals uh, which I would like to achieve and they're happy in general for me <laughs> what are your goals that you want to achieve fine job okay. <laughs> that would here be... in Estonia or in Ukraine in, in Estonia for yeah. sure <laughs> what do you want to do as one? what kind of job are you mm-hmm. looking for uh, something uh, connected with uh, linguistics because mm-hmm. I'm not IT expert at all. Like 98% of my surrounding are IT specialists. <laughs> Even my best friend is uh, connected to IT. And yes, <laughs> the previous summer I had some internship in a company and I was in localization team and that was so nice, so interesting because I could use my language skills and I didn't need. To, uh, that was like IT company and I squeezed there with my linguistic stuff, not yeah, knowing about IT. They get along very. <laughs> well in the localization team <laughs> without yeah. like technical background <laughs> yes uh, so uh, that was quite interesting to deal with languages to practice languages because um 
it's an international company and there are lots of people from uh, different Spanish-speaking countries as well and I practice uh, my Spanish during the whole summer it was amazing uh, so maybe this kind of job also I like organizing things um, so have some organizational skills <laughs> if birthdays count <laughs> mm-hmm. of course they do always it's an event <laughs> yes <laughs> you're an in, you're already like a natural event manager <laughs> <laughs> yes how How okay. hard do you think it is to uh, find a job here in Estonia? Um, like, uh, currently I find it a bit harder than I expected it to be mm-hmm. because uh, they want um, the candidate uh, to speak Estonian mm-hmm. and I don't speak in that level that I can have uh, free conversations without suspicion that, hmm, maybe she's not Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, this uh, takes some time. Uh, maybe some international companies need more like international people who know other languages than Estonian. But I'm working on my Estonian, so hope uh, that um, in the, in the future I could uh, like probably say that I know Estonian and I can apply the job. <laughs> Do you think Estonians are a little bit prejudiced against people who um, don't know how to speak Estonian very well? Maybe every person uh, who's like uh, has it's like mother tongue and uh, mm-hmm. the other person doesn't know this mother tongue gets a bit um, maybe more distance or something like that else. Um, especially if uh, this uh, foreign person uh, like is quite a long time living here uh, in this particular uh, land place country and doesn't know how to speak and that's why maybe they become a bit uh, with their prejudice about foreigners that they don't want to study anything because they know English and that's it that's uh, everything that we need mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, those who hear that I'm trying speaking and all the others who learn they're trying speaking um, like there is some respect shown <laughs> then they mm-hmm. support and they are answering in Estonian and this is very nice from them mm-hmm. that they support and like oh my god I say that say that <laughs> yeah, I have a theory about Estonians being very super helpful and that's mm-hmm. making it very hard to, for foreigners to learn Estonian have you ever heard of that theory no no <laughs> okay so, some... <laughs> so the concept is that Estonian are super helpful so whenever you as a foreigner try to speak Estonian they will instantly try to work on their English or Russian skills has that ever happened to you as well when you try oh, to speak Estonian actually actually yes um, among uh, my friends uh, when I start speaking Estonian they're like my friends are extremely patient <laughs> because uh, I, I, I like I need some time to get into the language and so those are Estonian friends right? Estonians mm-hmm. yes And uh, I speak Estonian, and then they answer me in Russian. Ah. And I like then this is my time to be patient because yeah. they learned this, uh, Russian in school, and then they just didn't have uh, opportunity to practice it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why uh, they're like a bit slower in uh, this sense, but they're still like uh, saying something um, like in the right way, grammatically correct. And we're like exchanging this experience, and that's well, quite nice. Mm-hmm. And Estonians are like extremely good in English, actually. And uh, lots of them um, don't have accent, like this. Uh, some uh, mm-hmm. 
particular Estonian accent, like I'm as linguist, I can sometimes hear uh, whether the person like Estonian or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. comes with uh, some experience maybe. And yes, and they're very good. Maybe because you're coming along with the English from the very childhood, you have yeah. your old cartoons and everything with subtitles or just double. Do they do a voiceover in Ukraine? Uh, there. Uh, what do they even show for in movies over there? <laughs> we, we we have uh, Ukrainian doubling, so. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, and um, as far as I know, maybe there are even uh, English subtitles already uh, added. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm too cinema. But can you, if you go and travel to Ukraine, can you manage with English or not really? Do young people speak English there? Uh, they speak English, but uh, they are very shy. Mm-hmm. This is, that is the, the problem that I noticed when um, uh, f- foreigner asks something uh, from, especially from girls. They start giggling and they're like, "Oh God, what I should say?" <laughs> and everything. And then, uh, but some of them, of course, they are helpful and they're like straight away. You have to go straight and left, and and everything is done. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they're maybe shy, maybe because of their accent that they have. But it's okay to have accents in languages where not like native speakers of all the languages that we learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, um, but uh, young people they're very smart and they're learning um, because English is very helpful because some of them want to move to another country. Um, again, this uh, IT um, area they require English as well. Mm, and yeah, it's just uh, good to know more languages, to have more opportunities abroad, especially. Mm-hmm. By default, do you have to learn Ukrainian and Russian when you grow up in Ukraine? Uh, yes, that was uh, in school. Um, it was uh, um, like the law, actually, that uh, we have to speak Ukrainian, so the um, national language. Uh, but since there are teachers from Soviet uh, mm-hmm. Union and they didn't know like how to speak Ukrainian actually, so I um, I was uh, learning in Russian partially, uh, but then with years the um, situation improved. So uh, I even don't remember how I learned Ukrainian. I'm just like, and I'm speaking like two languages mm-hmm. already because Russian at home mm-hmm. uh, by default and um, Ukrainian uh, in, in school university, and then I was just like using it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's super interesting, but. Coming back to Estonia, do you have like any tips to foreigners who are coming to Estonia and want to learn Estonian? Like what's what's been like your experience in it? Like how easy is it to learn Estonian? If you really want to get to know how to learn Estonian, what you know, what should people do? Uh, first I should say that you have to have motivation. If you don't have it, uh, like why I should learn it, then mm-hmm. nothing will uh, come in the end. Uh, second, um, most probably those people are students uh, or if uh, those are workers, so um, uh, the courses from the government exist, free courses, mm-hmm. and if you really want, you can like find it in the internet and just sign up for them and you can learn the language. Uh, so um, the first thing is uh, just really take the course in the University mm-hmm. of Estonian language for like beginners. Is that what you did? Yes, mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. But I missed first three lessons because I was so confused. I came here and I just get in the 
into this student information system and I'm like what is that what I should do I was so furious because I didn't know like a thing about it I was had, it, yeah, I had computer to, skills so. com- yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was complicated about it you couldn't use the system itself I, or it yes, was in online or it, it was online first second there was a system I had, I understood nothing I was clicking it didn't work <sighs> I had to register two courses it's like already 11.58 p.m. <laughs> and then I have two seconds, two minutes to register. Yes, and that was uh, horrible. But then I just like, okay, I can do that. And I signed up for this course for um, beginners um, in, in Estonia. So from zero <laughs> to like um, A1. And I started doing that. And I came to the class, like already like three um, classes missed. And the teacher like giving me uh, the book. And, uh, and I almost take this book. But then teacher like... Uh, taking this book uh, to herself are you going to study Estonian? Uh, like <laughs> yes will you come to the lessons? I'm like yes and she's giving me suspiciously this book and then at the end of the semester she's putting me A and like yes uh, <laughs> and then, so you proved yourself yes yeah, I had okay. like uh, intentions and so if you want to learn Estonian you gotta convince your teacher first <laughs> yeah just like verbally like with, with your like wink wink <laughs> Yes, so I started and the first week was like, what the type of language is that? Why do I have gender? How can I express yeah. whether I Why have like female to... friend or male friend? Who cares? Future! <laughs> <laughs> whether I'm going to, I don't know, uh, to eat or I'm eating currently. Oh my God, it was like so confusing. But then like, <laughs> uh, come on, that is quite useful not to have genders. Like in Spanish you have to. Yeah, uh, so confusing. Yes, it's complicado. <laughs> what about foods like i i have experienced that uh, um, when i was hosting a few ukrainian people with couchsurfing a while back uh-huh. then we went to i showed them around in uh, tallinn and we went to some street festival and then i was like okay so this is estonian food and this and you should try this and they were like on most foods they were like Oh, but that's the same in Ukraine. Okay, we have black bread. We have this buckwheat thing. What? What? Is there? How do you feel about food? Do we do have you? original food here? It's quite true. Even about this um, sour cream and stuff. Um, by the way, milk is different. That's mm-hmm. what I noticed. That um, it's tastier. <laughs> here the what the sour milk uh the milk milk just milk, milk. Just milk. yeah it, it's it's somehow different and i like it mm-hmm. i can't just drink it um like as from the package is it because it's fresh or not i know in belgium they buy like 10 packs of milks and then it just no it, idea it, and they i don't know have in to russia it they boil it so <laughs> they don't have to keep it in the freezer but in estonia you have to keep it in the free like uh, refrigerator, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no idea no idea just just eat different okay. uh, the, the same about milk products and such a variety all this um, how they I even I just use this kohukeset and I did not use English word what is English word for there that? is no English yeah. word for kohuke kohuke is a unique uh, special yeah. uh, word for uh, yeah. <laughs> this type I don't know it's like a cheesecake like uh, product covered yeah. in yeah. chocolate cottage cheese inside uh, mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it's extremely nice. And uh, actually, from Sarama as well, they have those and produced uh, here in Tartolentarian. And those are good. And um, even about this um, meat jelly, how you call it. So we have yes, this. It. Yes, we have the same, just my granny makes it every new year. <laughs> and it's extremely nice. Which is better, the Ukrainian one or the Estonian one? 
No, I like my grannies. <laughs> that's the right answer. I think there's some emotional bond in there. That's probably, fine. Probably. Yes. No, it wasn't a question which you could answer anyway. <laughs> yes. And um, oh, I, I promised to say that <laughs> that I really love uh, one um, bread thing that is mm. called Wohopimatasko. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's so good. Wohopimatasko. It's it's kind of like a pastry filled with uh, cottage cheese as well. Mm-hmm. A kind of and it's sweet bread. cottage cheese. Yes, and, and it's extremely good. I, I was crazy yeah. about that uh, all these two years. Now I'm a bit colder. <laughs> that maybe I overate them, <laughs> but maybe after they I will go and buy it. Now I want to go. Oh, we want Asko too. <laughs> what about, do you have this kind of pastries in the Ukraine as well? Yeah, we have quite uh, nice uh, pastry and... Piroshkis? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like with different fillings, whether it's a salt uh, a filling or like meat or something, or it's sweet things like vareneki mm-hmm. we have. Uh, with uh, it, it can be with fruits or, or berries, most mm-hmm. likely, and with cheese as well. So we have that variety. And also we have like in common this thing like uh, that I love so much, pelmenid. Yeah. yeah, dumplings. Dumplings, so, yeah. And do you eat them with sour cream? Yes. Yes, we do. Of and course you do. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> there is no such thing as eating pelmenis without uh, You never know, sour cream. maybe there's something else you eat it with. <laughs> Ketchup or something. <laughs> Ketchup ruins every food. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat ketchup anymore, but before when I ate it, then I, it went with everything pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just just this um, magical uh, thing. Secret sauce. <laughs> sour cream and yeah. Mm. Ketchup. So yeah. That do you cook quite... yourself? Sure. <laughs> I mean, like when you're here in Estonia, do you cook Estonian food or Ukrainian food? Or since it's essentially the same, <laughs> do you just carry on with whatever you... Several times I cooked borscht. Here, oh, like ooh, six nice. liters bowl, <laughs> yeah. and then just uh, um, uh, invited guests, and uh, was like a you pure Ukrainian evening with the, everything this uh, br- black bread, salt, or uh, some special thing that is called salo. Uh, what's salo? That? Uh, this yeah. is like a pig's uh, cross or something, like. Um, uh, probably you know because uh, I, I saw on your um, all these uh, marketing things as well. Pigs in like the insides of a pig. I mean, uh, like the um, not the meat mm-hmm. uh, of the pig, but um, it's like uh, this ah, like mux or like fat. Oh, fat. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes. okay. Fat. Okay. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, I I cook and uh, they liked I guess the borscht. Also, I cooked uh, all these types of vareniki, of course, mm-hmm. and um, I. I use more oven, so I'm baking um, more of these um, cakes and pies and uh, different uh, some Italian dishes as well. This panna cotta stuff I like very mm-hmm. much. Actually, Is that Ukrainian? No, <laughs> just you took, just like it. <laughs> just uh, took from the market the powder and the milk. <laughs> Sorry, but it was but it was extremely nice. <laughs> yes, and um, yeah, baking most of the times. So, so if any of the foreigners come here to Estonia, what would be the number one food they should try besides kohoku? <laughs> you stole my answer. Something salty. Something, yeah, probably. Just go somewhere uh, to the daily uh, offer and try the, the food that they have there in these mm-hmm. cafeterias because it's, uh, actually it's uh, quite nice. <laughs> daily offers. Mm. Mm, yes. Do you have the same concept in Ukraine? 
uh, yeah, we have daily offers and it's quite common, uh, especially for business people that uh, they have, for example, one hour of this break, night yeah. break, mm-hmm. and they're coming with colleagues, for example, and say it's good. Yeah, some lower prices or some tastier things. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's have you, cool. Um, have you eaten anything that you don't like at all? Oh, I don't like this blood sausage. <laughs> what is wrong with blood sausage? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel so, so bad. Uh, Sounds like something you would eat in Ukraine too, yeah. no? We have this in Ukraine and, <laughs> and I didn't like eat. it already there. <laughs> okay, so it's not an Estonian thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a general distaste of that yes. thing. Yes. Or blood sausages. <laughs> yeah, they're so yummy. At least you will get more. <laughs> yeah, I want one for us. Even the borscht is like, you know, borscht is like considered the, together with goulash like the best hangover food ever. In here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, any other like weird cultural differences or something that you encountered when you came and you didn't expect from Estonia? Um, maybe one more thing that surprised me uh, that maybe again because of this uh, uh, town is smaller uh, that everything is clean. I was <laughs> <laughs> you were surprised. Yes, that's a nice thing to be surprised. Yes, about. And, and then I talked about that with my Estonian friends, and they said like recently, recent years, it became better. Really, the situation with this mm-hmm. uh, cleaning uh, streets and everything, because like Kiev is a big city, and mm-hmm. you can't just keep an eye on every district because we have lots of them, and um, yeah, it's a bit messy sometimes in, in the city center or in the other uh, side of the river. Uh, so that was the thing that I appreciated <laughs> and also this um, sorting the garbage also is more recycling. advanced here recycling yes and I liked it the idea because we're also trying to do that in Ukraine but um, um, there are not much possibilities mm-hmm. because for example you're taking your garbage from home when you're heading to work and you took take this garbage and just carry it to the city centers through subway through all oh. these buses just to leave it in a proper container oh, so okay. you don't have different uh, containers like, like not every not every single so it's just not so uh, advanced but it used to be the same here in Estonia mm-hmm. as well yeah. like so we have gone like from the last 10 years to this mm-hmm. recycling situation but yeah. compared to let's say Netherlands we are by far so far away from oh, yeah. like uh, yeah. perfection than it could be like right now people yeah. are still learning this new thing about recycling mm-hmm. and putting mm-hmm. your paper and trash yeah. Yeah. separately but I'm happy that uh, we are Ukrainians on our way that we've chosen uh, to my opinion the right way of this like recycling thing that <laughs> it's time to save our earth yeah and I think it will come as well and yeah. the other thing that I wanted to say about the, the whole uh, Estonia being clean have you noticed how Estonians really love to clean stuff like we have this big cleanups going on like save the world save the highways like you always have this going on I've noticed that and I like <laughs> I'm with you guys mm. I love cleaning so much <laughs> I think one yes. thing why uh, Tartu is uh, or just in general Estonia cities are also so clean is because we got so many trash cans I don't know like I walked around in London for like a kilometer to find the trash oh can my. where to throw my trash mm-hmm. same in Ireland like it's it's not very common to have that around just collecting garbage yeah, in your exactly. pockets yeah. yeah and you're like okay how long will you carry your trash around until mm-hmm. you want to throw it away you know because I think that definitely helps uh, in terms of keeping stuff clean mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, one more difference is that uh, here uh, everything is really you can do online and this is very comfortable this is uh, minimizes the contact person to person 
from the one side it's okay, it's good, it's very comfortable, but from the other it eliminates the possibility to talk to people, yeah. to communicate really. Uh, that uh, even when I could resolve my problems through uh, my bank account, for example, I still I was going to the uh, bank office and I was talking to people mm -hmm. like because make sure uh, yeah make sure mm -hmm. yeah and it was first weird for me that I can do this and this stuff online because usually I have to go somewhere far away like two hours away from my home yeah. to get to know that information but here it's like different and yes I like it and at some point at some point maybe it's not that comfortable in the sense mm -hmm. of communication it, it, it's cool to not have to deal with so much bureaucracy but at the same time as well True. you kind of want to have a human connection I, I have a feeling that the mm -hmm. fact that everything is so online around here mm -hmm. is another like uh, Estonian version of I don't want to speak <laughs> to people so they just made it a little bit more efficient for there so advanced <laughs> country <laughs> not about people no, I think people. we're secretly just feeding our uh, need for isolation you know? no I think it's rather more like we keep the uh, contact with people on this like official things minimal so we could have more energy to talk to people who we want to talk to oh that's nice uh -huh. I, like, I like that approach better than yeah. I will tell that to my friends yeah. <laughs> do you know other Ukrainian people in Estonia do you, do you have a lot of contact with them oh yeah we, yeah. Have, we have our hidden community yeah. not that hidden though. but okay. yeah um, I think every Ukrainian person that comes to Tartu um it's automatically added to our Ukrainian chat, like yeah. over oh, 80, so cool. um, 80 people there <laughs> just sharing information because we're coming from different parts of Ukraine here mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that we are feeling comfortable here and newcomers are feeling not that stressed because like anyway stressed but uh, feeling less uh, this uh, like <laughs> emotional some waves mm -hmm. um, and it's good uh, because uh, I was added to that uh, chat and mm -hmm. I got to know some very useful information about elementary things about doctors about I know mm -hmm. transportation about some uh, university courses uh, and it's brilliant and then um, some certain people with whom we were contacting more uh, we've created our own chat yeah. mm -hmm. so we're contacting we're meeting we're having like parties and we're really involved in that and um, we respect each other and we are okay meeting in the other country other Ukrainians mm -hmm. not that like oh my god another friend that just like turns around and goes yeah. away <laughs> we're supporting mm -hmm. each other uh, and it's so nice of us <laughs> i would say i guess it helps as well with not uh, feeling so homesick and getting to speak ukrainian if yes, you wanted to you for know. sure because uh, uh for a long time i haven't spoken ukrainian and i was like um, <laughs> and then, forgetting the words. Yes, uh, I just started uh, just um, uh, putting some Russian words, and I'm like, no, it's not how it's supposed to be. Oh, no. I have to learn pure Estonian. Uh, pure Estonian. <laughs> <Pure Indian. laughs> Yes, uh, this is what because I was thinking about the Stonglish. That's why mm -hmm. <laughs> so I had the opportunity to talk in Ukrainian. That was marvelous. And then I heard from a side how melodic this language is, how beautiful it is, and yes. The same about Estonian, by the way, that mm -hmm. um, the people who want to learn it, uh, they won't regret because uh, when I heard Estonian for the first time, it was just uh, some sounds uh, that the person was producing. <laughs> but then when I got to know what these sounds mean, um, and in general started like looking through the structure of this language, I liked it so much and it, it sounds so nicely. And uh, also I know that um, Estonian 
Astania participated in one um, competition about uh, like the most beautiful language of the world or yeah. something, and they mm-hmm. sent there one sentence just to show. And I don't remember precisely what was that sentence, but it sounded so smoothly and so nicely. So it reminded me. <laughs> Do you have any other favorite words besides tickle? <laughs> Which is a great concept for explaining how Estonians are. <laughs> um, actually, snails, just in, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've been to Ice Age Museum and uh, Ice Age History Museum. So this is not pronounceable mm-hmm. for me because this is like ice. This yacht um, with uh, eight yeah. to those, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Museum. Yeah, yeah you're saying really good. Yeah. Yes. So that was not pronounceable. And ah, oh, one more thing because I like those things like Urkul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have earrings so with Urkul as well. Yes, and I have tattoo cool. also. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Did you make that tattoo here in Estonia or in Ukraine? No, in Ukraine. Oh. Uh, like the first time I came uh, from Estonia, like uh, after the first semester, I <laughs> made this tattoo uh, two days before my departure to Estonia so that my mom won't kill me. <laughs> That's a good plan. Yes. Do it and escape and it's good. Yes, <laughs> I, I showed clear. her and then directly to the bus. <laughs> what did she say? She was like, oh, I'm happy that you're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she was like, oh, what have you done? Um, <laughs> because like, uh, that's not good mm-hmm. attitude to that. But we we get through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, as a result, now when I'm coming and some other people who haven't seen me yet mm-hmm. uh, with a tattoo, and she said, look how nice this work is done, how precise, how like small Ooh. details. And my grandmother liked it. And I'm like, that means something. <laughs> how about your story? Is there uh, one number one sentence that any foreigner when they come here should learn? Uh, probably uh, to be very kind, uh, they should know that uh, if you're very welcome, so Estonians can say Teretulmas <laughs> Tagasi. That's cute. So nice. What about Sona? Sona, yes. <laughs> How is your relation to Sona? And uh, is, do you do Sona in Ukraine? Um, I actually haven't done the, that much as here. Like I think, like here, I, I've got more sauna in my life. <laughs> Where do you go to sauna here? Like in a sports club or like at home or like? I uh, know uh, actually in, pri- in private houses or the people's houses mm-hmm. because every Estonian who respects itself <laughs> has a sauna. Has a sauna. Yes, like on a, in a countryside houses mm-hmm. in in just uh, in some private houses if they have uh, some like separate building for for sauna. So. Naked and at night time and in the pond. <laughs> this is the plan. <laughs> okay, so that yes. didn't scare you at all when you came here. Um, like, you know, <laughs> did you had it in Ukraine as well? The same. Uh, like I had sauna, but not in that. Um, with not not that meaning that Estonians put into this. So we have this is like your kind of national sport to drink and go to sauna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't have like uh, that. Um, understanding of this process mm-hmm. and now here uh, this is uh, kind of not even a cult of sauna but just tradition and uh, you really care about that and uh, it's uh, the part of you like like Estonian without sauna is not Estonian <laughs> okay. same about Finnish I think so. yeah about, yeah about people uh, so yeah I liked it but uh, um Yes, th- this is the process. So you're you're going there inside and then to the pond because it's <laughs> <laughs> quite important. Uh, 
I know a lot of foreigners are a little bit shy about sauna. It's like uh, they come to Estonia, they get shocked about the fact that you have to go in naked and everybody's mixed and stuff like that. Like, Honestly, I'm a bit shy too because I, I still have my uh, swimming suit on okay. me. <laughs> That's completely fine too. Yes. But just so everybody knows, we don't have time to look <laughs> at anything. Everybody's too busy staying alive at the heat. Uh, yes, yeah, it's <laughs> dark like 100 well. degrees. And it's dark as well. Usually there are not like lights in the sauna. So. And also it's very outside uh, <laughs> yeah it's lit or like there is no like um i don't know how you would call it like a ceiling light in there that you turn on when you yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> surprise <laughs> turn on the light yeah but actually like yeah i noticed that guys they're going like naked and it's okay like mm-hmm. uh, but but girls uh, they're like even estonian girls they're going uh, uh, coming in sauna in their swimming suits maybe not to i know to uh, make me more shy or Probably, something yeah I, I don't know but this is like girls support <laughs> yeah i guess it really depends as well but in general i think people are trying to be like uh, just to supportive towards each other like uh, for instance as well if uh, I don't know if I had my colleagues or people that I went to sauna with then you kind of see as well you get a feel a lay of the land like in general I personally don't care but you know you always want to make sure that the other people that are surrounding you feel good you know about yes. it as well and, and it makes you closer to the people that uh, you feel like you trust them already that you're going to sauna well if you've been to them. sauna already with them <laughs> with their boss yeah. <laughs> exactly and it's it's sort of a team building and that's why I'm saying like nobody has time to look at you like it doesn't really matter because we're building team here we're yeah. having well, some people go do. and play football some people go to sauna some people take you know vodka shots and that's it yeah like that's the exercise of like ice breaking uh, that is going on in Estonia so yeah sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> anything else you would like to add or to talk and tell us about Estonia or Ukraine or uh, probably that I'm extremely happy to be here and uh, very nice to share my experience with you and with the audience um, that uh, <laughs> I'm having here like already two years and that don't be scared to come here <laughs> Estonians are not slow because <laughs> we have this prejudice of it. it's it's not true <laughs> because when while they are speaking their own language like Estonian they're very fast uh, so yeah, and um, food is nice, <laughs> community is cool, and um, I'm glad to to be here and explore more and more things. Like I'm sure Estonia will surprise me even more. Do you have any plans on, or idea how long you're going to stay around in Estonia? I think I will uh, take my time <laughs> for now, <laughs> and uh, I'm quite sure I have some places to visit, to see, mm-hmm. um, some waterfalls maybe, mm-hmm. uh, and also yeah. this, uh, your uh, famous mountain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mountain. or Egg Hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Egg Hill, you mean that there is like this building, yes, and uh, like kind of a deck on the top within mm-hmm. a nest, yes? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. If I said Egg Hill, I meant uh, Munamagi, which is our number one mountain. I've been there. Mountain in like uh-huh. quotation yeah. marks. It's Okay. What is the building that you were describing? That was uh, uh, because I, I've been there and that was like um, how many meters? Maybe 30 or 50 meters of the construction. And on the top there is um, just a white around thing and surrounded with the branches so that from the earth you can see as if that was a nest. 
How cool is that? Where? What? Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> no. Now you're teaching the Estonians. <laughs> Probably, you know, I'm just describing quite creepy. <laughs> no, you better share the link later on to our listening image. Like, so, so us and the listeners can get a little bit more acquainted about Estonian... Um, I don't know how do you call it. Just the pretty chat. Oh, sightseeing. Sightseeing, yeah. But something like that was such a long word in Estonian, like, Miss Vata. Vata, Miss Varsuset. I remember when I was back in the school, then Dosto Primechatlnasti was one of those words that you could catch on to so quickly because it was long and it had like this rhythm. Yes. A lot of people know how to say that in Russian, but in general Russian, not always so weird. <laughs> True. Nice, but let's wrap up on here, I think. And yeah. it was really nice having you here. And for all the listeners, find us on our Facebook, go like us, go find our Instagram, go write to us, write to us what you thought about the episode, what you liked, and go to our website, foundinestonia.ee, join our newsletter join our community and yeah and if you have any cool you. friends you want to recommend to us then you can do that as well on the website yeah. and if you know Ada or you want to share any of her experiences <laughs> uh, please do <laughs> you have any suggestions for Ada what to do around secrets, secrets. you should do it too and definitely if next time when you go to a party dance party see out Ada you guys. yeah exactly <laughs> don't look for a blue haired girl mm. <laughs> exactly. thank you guys that was very nice to meet you here